Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Tuesday, the 31st of October. Good to have you aboard. Part of the Believe Podcast Network and presented as always by our title sponsor of everything, Zaslow Show 2.0, Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE, 800-747-3733. If you're dealing with a personal injury, you call the best accident attorneys in the world. First, you call 911, then you call Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free, 800 747 3733. And of course, last night, huge sports night. Matter of fact, it was the sports equinox. That means you had NHL, MLB, NBA, NFL all going on at the same time. Very rare sports equinox last night. And that means Bet Online is your top spot for all your action. NBA started last week, World Series going on, NFL, college football, NHL in full swing, and Bet Online 
is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Get everything NBA at your fingertips with both the desktop and mobile access for every sport anytime with Bet Online. Head to the Bet Online website today to get in on the action. Don't forget, use promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. We got a lot going on here today. We got to talk about the Heat from last night. Not good. We got to talk about the Panthers from last night. Not good. We got to update our Zaslow Show 2.0 NFL Power Rankings. That's how we do on Tuesdays because last night, Monday Night Football, week eight of the NFL season, over with. We now begin to look toward week number nine. And it's Tuesday, which means we got Twitter Jam. I think you're going to enjoy this week's Twitter Jam. And the Dolphins this weekend are in Germany to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Tyreek Hill going up against his old team. You got a huge NBA trade. That's right, that went down last night. No, it does not involve the Miami Heat. And today's the NFL trade deadline. So, as you could tell, there's a lot happening here. All right, first though, I got to start off with this. You're going to have to bear with me for a moment here. And we're going to give out a bunch of thank yous throughout the show today. Today is the one-year anniversary of Zaslow Show 2.0. It was, what are we talking about, 13 months ago, September 22, when I was let go from 790 a ticket, 560 WQAM, out of nowhere, didn't know what we were going to do, and it it took me a few weeks to kind of figure out, okay, you know what, I I I think maybe I can do, I think I could do Zaslow Show on my own. We'll call it Zaslow Show 2.0. I think I could do it in podcast form. I, I think I could learn over the next few weeks the things that I need to know if I could do it on my own. And I got to a place where after a few weeks of reading and researching and figuring it all out, it's like, yeah, you know what? I, I, I think I can do it. I could do it from, from the Zaslow Mansion Studios. And I think maybe if I get... I don't know, if I can get a couple sponsors, maybe we can get this thing going. And so it, it, it was exciting that we're now a year into it, exactly a year today, and it, it, it feels viable. It feels like we're, we're really only in the beginning. We're just starting. I'm hoping we're going to continue to add more and more new things. We've started to live stream, my, live stream my wrestling podcast. It's still real to me. I'd like to be able, <coughs> excuse me, to get to a place where maybe sometimes we live stream Zaslow Show 2.0. I don't know. I'm, I'm not quite there yet. But we continue to add things behind the scenes to the show as well. We've obviously picked up. We're doing ESPN Radio, which I love. I love it so much more than I thought I was ever going to like it. So I love doing that. And most of all, a huge thank you to, to the listeners, you guys who have supported me in in this transition, this move over to the digital world, to the podcast world, and helped me feel that this is a a viable option. This is a viable plan. And a huge thank you, of course, to my sponsors. You know, the show doesn't work without the listeners, and it doesn't work without the sponsors. So all of you guys have helped make Zaslow Show 2.0 a thing. And so I want to start out with a special thank you here to Anna Jar and Levine, accident attorneys. And the reason I do that is because the day that I made this announcement, and I made this announcement like 
you know, a year ago today is the first show of Zaslow Show 2.0, but like a few days before the show launched, I sent out a note, I sent out a message on Twitter, and I said, hey, you know, time to get back to work, Zaslow Show 2.0, we're starting on Monday, I think it was a Monday Halloween last year, October 31st, and I'll tell you, within 10 minutes of that tweet, I got a phone call, alright, I got a phone call that Anna Jarn Levine wants in, they want in right away, they want to be the presenting sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, and a, a, a really heartfelt thank you on this year anniversary of Zaslow Show 2.0 that I send out to Anna Jarn Levine accident attorneys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, who I tell you, they treat you like family and they get you the money that you deserve, they treated me like family, when, when I really needed it and didn't expect it. And I got that phone call immediately from them right when we announced the show. They want to be part of it. They want to present the show. And I, I, was, I was overwhelmed that, that, they, that they did that for me. And it gave me the confidence. And it really put me in a spot where, you know what? Maybe this can work. Massive, massive thank you to Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, where I don't know if this is possible without them, because they, they gave the show the credibility. They really did. And a huge thank you to Gary Sarner, ROI360, who obviously uh, I've known from the Odyssey days, top sales guy, and just killing it with his own agency now, ROI360. So if your firm, it, it, you know, is looking to get the exposure that they deserve in sports radio, ROI360 and Gary Sauner. That's who you want to go to. That's who you want to see. And so just a massive heartfelt thank you. I know you guys didn't expect me to open the show like this, but it's super important to me before we get to all the sports stuff that I let you guys know how important they are to me. So Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys, ROI360 and Gary Sauner. I don't think any of this is possible without... Without what they did for me. And so we're a year later and, and it feels like we're, we're really headed in a great direction. So huge, huge. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So let's keep things moving here. Last night, we had Monday Night Football. The, the, the Lions did what we all expect. I told you, Lions to the house last night. It was looking a little bit dicey in the first half when it's 9-7. But at that point, the Lions, it was Lions all night long. That that crowd was fired up. They have not had a Monday Night Football game since 2018. Will the Lions sneak into the Zaslow Show 2.0 power rankings? No spoilers, I'm not going to give it away. But the Lions last night beat the Raiders 26-14. And with the NFL trade de- deadline coming up this afternoon, you know, the big stories in that regard could be a busy trade deadline. Devontae Adams, probably the the biggest name to keep an eye on. Devontae Adams had one catch for 11 yards yesterday. Seven targets, but one catch for 11 yards. He was wide open down the field several times, and Garoppolo just couldn't get it to him. And some of it was Garoppolo's fault, but also they just, like, their offense a disaster. They couldn't protect him. Garoppolo was sacked, like, seven times. And Devontae Adams, so frustrated. It is it is a weird, th- so Devontae Adams is probably the biggest name to keep an eye on. But it's, it's a weird thing, right, where... Like, I saw Robert Griffin III send out a tweet last night. The Raiders should do Devontae Adams a solid and trade him somewhere. And it's like, I, I don't understand. I don't understand that mindset where it's as if it's every... And th- this is such an NBA thing, too, where 
why is it every great player's birthright to be on a great team? If they're on a team that's not that good, or a team that's average, you, you, gotta, you gotta trade them to a good team. Why is it every great player's birthright to be on a championship contending team? Where does it say that in the contract that you sign, that, that you, you sign? Where does it say in that contract that unless we're a champion, if we're not a championship team, we will move you. We will set you up to be in a better situation. Why is it the birthright of every great player? If they're not on a good team, oh, he deserves better. Like with Damian Lillard the last few years, he deserves better. Why does he deserve better? He's a great player. He's supposed to be the one who leads his team to the greatness. Why does he deserve better? The only thing he deserves is the money guaranteed in his contract. And in Devontae Adams' case, he signed that deal with the Raiders. He chose to sign that deal with them. He left the Packers in free agency and signed with the Raiders. So, and if nothing else, you're going... Now, I understand he went there he wanted to play with Derek Carr. It's not like they were great last year either, but you signed with the Raiders. You went there for the money. Although I think that's a team he grew up around. It's the Raiders. You didn't sign with some great franchise. The Raiders are one of the worst franchises in the NFL. I just, I never understand that. They should do him a favor and trade him to a better situation. Why? Why does, why is that like his birthright? He has to play on a good team. Now to his credit, he hasn't said that. That's someone else who's tweeting that out. We got Twitter jam coming up in a little bit. But anyway... It could be a really active NFL trade deadline today. I think Devontae Adams is probably the big name to keep an eye on. Could the Vikings, who are just 4-4 four and four now, but they've come back from the dead and a very favorable schedule over the next four or five weeks, could they be looking to trade for a quarterback? Very rare that you have a quarterback, you trade for a quarterback midseason. Like when Teddy Bridgewater got hurt all those years for the Vikings, that was in training camp, and then they traded for Sam Bradford. But to trade for a quarterback midseason who's going to start for you, pretty rare. I don't know who would be out there that they could trade for anyway. Well, the Giants moved Saquon Barkley. The Giants traded Leonard Williams yesterday. Giants are clearly in rebuild mode now. Could they move Saquon Barkley? They're clearly not going to pay Saquon Barkley. What's like? You could be just as terrible without him and try and get some type of return. Barkley doesn't want to be traded, but that's another big name that could be on the move. So NFL trade deadline today. Certainly you want to keep an eye on that. You may be listening to the show right now like Zazla. Oh my God, amazing trades. Why aren't you talking about that? You're listening in the future. I don't know the things that you know right now. You could be listening to this after the trade deadline. I'm doing, this is the morning right now. I don't know what happens in the future. You're very lucky. You got information that I don't have yet, all right? So good on you. A trade that we can talk about. You woke up this morning. You know, I wake up this morning. First thing I do, I go to the, my SiriusXM app. I put on NBA Radio starting lineup. Frank and Scal. Frank Isola, Brian Scal, Brian. I love those guys. And, and right at the top, it says, James Harden traded to Clippers. Whoa! So, if you were like me, you woke up this morning and you got the major trade news as far as James Harden goes. So, it's Harden to the Clippers. Harden did the thing. Uh, Harden complains. He's going to be on his... It's now... Okay, so Clippers, Sixers, Nets, Rockets. Fourth team 
in four years. Fourth year in five years. And he demands a trade from each location, behaves like an asshole, and gets what he wants. Always gets what he wants. And I know a lot of Heat fans, like Lillard, you should have done this. You should have made a bigger mess. I don't know that that's necessarily valid in this case because you saw how the Blazers and Joe Cronin reacted to Lillard not even making a mess. Like, they got all sensitive. They got all up in their feelings about Lillard just wanting to go to only the Heat. Imagine if he then also was a massive pain in the ass. I mean, the Blazers and Joe Cronin were offended by him only wanting to go to Miami. So... If he then would have still been a massive pain in the ass, I I don't know that that would have then said, okay, let's send him to Miami. Like, they were all up in their feelings with Damian Lillard trying to be nice about it. I I, I don't think that it would have helped if he was a huge asshole, Damian Lillard. So, I I think it's apples to oranges. I don't think Harden's behavior is what Lillard should have done if he actually wanted to get to Miami. I I, I don't think it would have made a difference. If anything, it, it... it probably would have made it even worse. So, you wake up and you got the news there about Harden. And it's Harden, I mean, the gist of it is, Harden to the Clippers for Robert Covington and Nikola Batum, and, and like, oh, and, and, and Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris, of a fir- an unprotected first-round pick in like 2028, which, 2028 or 2029, and they're getting another pick sent to them from Oklahoma City, and some kind of pick swap. So, Ultimately, Daryl Morey got the package as far as picks that he wanted. You got some good role players there. Because look, Philadelphia, Tyrese Maxey's got the keys, man. And this is why, get whatever you can for Harden. You got Maxey, you got Embiid, add some more role players. And by the way, we always forget they have Tobias Harris. But get some role players who can help. Robert Covington can help. Morris can help a little bit. Batum can help probably a little bit. But here's what I think is going to wind up happening from Philly's perspective. I think it's a good trade for Philly because they got anything for Harden. And you got rid of Harden. It's not an issue anymore. And now Tyrese Maxey has the keys to the car. And that's important. But I would imagine Morey is now going to take those picks. I think he's going to try and trade for another player. Why does Daryl Morey? care for a, a 2029 first-round pick. I think he's going to take that pick. It's unprotected from the Clippers. And whatever pick they're being sent from Oklahoma City, maybe it's like a 26, maybe, I think it is. I think he's going to then take those two picks and try and get it get another player. So similar to what Joe Cronin and the Blazers did, where they made the Lillard trade, and then they flipped Holiday and got a little bit more, I think the Sixers are going to do the same thing here. I think he's going to take those picks. I don't think the Sixers have any interest in those picks. I think the Sixers want those picks to then trade for another player who can help them win right now. I don't know who that player is. It's probably a front court player, or maybe it's a wing player. It's not going to be a guard. Tyrese Maxey, he's got the ball in his hands. Probably a wing player, maybe a big guy next to Embiid. But I think the I don't think they're done. I think the Sixers are going to make another trade. So we got to wait to see from the Sixers' perspective. Overall, I think it's probably a really good trade for the Sixers. Oh, and they also traded P.J. Tucker to the Clippers. They were dying to get out from that contract. And from the Clippers' perspective, look, it really doesn't... I don't think it's a big thing from the Clippers' perspective because with or without James Harden, the Clippers' success relies on Paul George and mostly Kawhi Leonard's health. 
Like, if you were to tell me that Leonard is going to be healthy, which he will not, but if you were to tell me Leonard is going to be healthy, Paul George is going to be healthy, they're a championship team without Harden. So, with Harden now, it's still the same thing. They're only a championship team if Leonard and Paul George are healthy. And we know that Leonard's not going to be. So, I don't think the move moves the needle very much for the Clippers. It all depends on Kawhi Leonard. The the Sixers' perspective, I think we got to wait if there's another move that's coming. Right now, I think it was a good move, period, for the Sixers. And if there's another move coming, it could wind up being a great move for the Sixers. We'll see. All right. So, those those are the big stories nationally. Monday Night Football from last night. James Harden trade. All right. Now let's get to the local stuff. First, though, I've been telling you guys for a while now, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, the only insurance agency that I personally endorse because that's where I get my homeowner's insurance from. I'm not telling you some random insurance agency. I'm telling you an insurance agency that I've been using for almost 10 years now to make sure that my home is covered. And when you call Brunt Insurance at 954-589-2204, bruntinsurance.com, Greg Brunt and his team, fully licensed staff, they're going to help you every step of the way. When it comes to your home insurance or renter's insurance or condo insurance, there's so many options, it can make you dizzy. Don't worry, they specialize in making the confusing crystal clear. Bruntinsurance.com, car insurance, motorcycle boaters, they cover it all for you. Give them a call, 954-589-2204, bruntinsurance.com, and with offices all throughout the state of Florida, wherever you're calling from, they know your area. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. And like I said, today, one-year anniversary of Zaslow Show 2.0, and Brunt Insurance, is they're one of our OG sponsors. They've been with us since just about the very start, Greg Brunt reached out to me. He's like, Zaz, I'd love to get on board. I, you know, you're, you're a customer of mine. I'd, I'd love to get on board and, and advertise, sponsor, partner up with Zaslow Show 2.0. I was like, holy shit, that's amazing. Thank you so much. So a huge heartfelt thank you from just about the very beginning to Brunt Insurance, who has believed in the show and has been on board since really very close to the start. Again, gave me that confidence to really believe that this this show is going to be viable. So again, Brunt Insurance, 954-589-2204, bruntinsurance.com. Greg Brunt and his team there, Brunt Insurance, thank you. Thank you very much for being part of the show here on our one-year anniversary. All right, so let's start out here with, with the local teams that were in action last night. We'll start with the Heat. We had Heat and Panthers going on last night. Panthers started seven. Heat started eight. Panthers big TV. Heat small TV. We flipped back and forth. Uh, you, no, you know what? Let's start with the Panthers, actually. So, the Panthers... Panthers lose in Boston. It was kind of fun last night where... the Okay, so the Panthers' first matchup this year since the playoffs with the Bruins. They're in Boston last night. And going on at the exact same time, first matchup of the year for the Heat against the Bucks. In Milwaukee, since they met in the first round of the playoffs last year, and it's going on at the exact same time as the Panthers at Bruins. Panthers at Bruins, heated Bucks, both teams, eight seed last year in the playoffs, knocking off the one seeds, and both of them playing on the exact same night. Really weird, and unfortunately, we did not get the result for either of those games that we were looking for. 
We'll start out here, though, with the Heat. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't know why I keep doing that. We'll start out here with the Panthers. And the reason for that is because... So, the Panthers got out to a 2-0 lead. You had Alexander Barkov's second goal of the year. Sam Reinhardt, eighth goal of the year. Dominated the first period. The Panthers would give up a goal in the second. It's 2-1 going up to the third. And then, for the most part, in the third, pretty much dominated the third period also. One of the scoring chances that the Bruins got. Only four shots on goal in that third period. And the Bruins scored and tied the game at two. The Panthers, though, with about 11 minutes left in the game, drew a major penalty. Oliver Ekman Larson, I hope he's okay, took an elbow to the face. Uh, very dirty play. Player is likely going to be suspended. He got a game, a, a match, miss con- match penalty. Five-minute major. So the Panthers had five minutes to score as many goals as they can on the power play. Hardly any, hardly got any good looks. Did not score. Game winds up going to overtime. Didn't even get any good chances in overtime. Like, they lost all the momentum at that point when the Bruins were able to kill off the five minutes. Bruins win it in overtime. I, you know, for me, I'll take the point. Whatever. F the Bruins. I hate that team. I hate Boston unless Pearl Jam is playing there. It's always game seven and you're building for life. All right. I'll take the point. We'll keep it moving. So next up for the Panthers is uh, Thursday. Thursday, they're at the Red Wings. And then Saturday, they're at the Blackhawks. So it was a little bit annoying that they ended up losing. But overall, 4-3-1 to start the season. We know they're dealing with injuries. Sam Bennett made his debut last night, and he was awesome. And then he left the game in the second period for what looks like it could be a significant knee injury. So that, that's, that's obviously really shitty. It's fu- I, I, I got to bring this up, though. So before the game, and this is one of the things I love about hockey. It's so different from the other sports here in this respect. You know, whenever you have like a juicy matchup, right? Or former play uh, players going up against his former team. Or, you know, it's a rivalry, first matchup of the year. What have you. Whatever it is, all right? NFL, NBA. Nah, it's just, just a regular game. It's just the next game. Doesn't mean anything. It's just, it's, it's just one of 82. Well, last night, you had the Panthers at the Bruins... First time they're playing since the Panthers won three out of four in Boston in the first round and had an historic 3-1 comeback against the greatest regular season team of all time and the Panthers ended the Bruins season. Super bitter offseason for the Bruins. And Bruins coach Jim Montgomery before the game yesterday. So I love hockey. One of the reasons I love hockey. Quote, it's not one of 82. No, they ended our season. They went all the way to the finals. Our summers were miserable until the finals were over. And that's because they beat us. So yeah, this means more. You never hear that in the other sports. They always downplay it. In the NHL, they just tell you. Like, yeah, fucking hate them. Can't wait to play them again. Can't wait to beat them. Hate their guts. This game means more. Definitely not one of 82. They made us miserable. We want to beat their ass tonight. And that's the head coach. That's not a player. Given the bulletin board material, that's a head coach. I love it, man. It's like it's like when Matthew Kachuk got here, and he immediately tells you, you know, see, you had those rivalries with, uh, you know, it was the Flames and was it and, and who, who was the big rivalry that the Flames had? Maybe the Oilers. Yeah, Flames and Oilers. And so Kachuk hates the Oilers, and now he gets down here. It's like, yeah, I, I hate the Lightning now. Uh, yeah, 
Yes, that's right. I remember I had Ryan Lomberg on my show a couple years ago, and I asked him, so I'm, I'm like, man, I hate the Lightning and the Hurricanes so much. Do you hate them? And Lomberg just straight up, because I hate their guts, hate them so much. The hockey players, and the coach too, they have no problem telling you when the games matter more, and who they hate, who they dislike. It's the only sport that does that. It's the only ones that they're, like, they're honest about it. I love that about the National Hockey League. Anyway, so the Panthers lose last night, 3-2 in overtime. They'll take the point. We'll keep it moving. Uh, The Heat. So, no Bam out of bio last night. And Bam's clearly dealing with an injury. But no Bam out of bio last night. They do get Jimmy Butler back. And, you know, they get him back from, he had to rest. He's resting. The Heat lose last night, 122-114. The game got close in the fourth quarter. The Bucs were ahead by like 20 at one point in the third. It was ugly. And it's been ugly so far. And the fact of the matter is, the Heat dropped to one and three. And the fact of the matter is, the Heat are a one-point win. Hanging on for a one-point win against the lowly Detroit Pistons away from being 0-4 to start this season. This is the worst-case scenario right now for the Heat, right? Where the Heat fan, the fan base, came into this season concerned. The fan base came into this season very negative. I've, I've been sitting here and scolding the Heat fan about their attitude going into the season being so negative, and now this is the start we get. So the Heat fan was negative going into the season because of not doing anything in the offseason, and now we get to the start of the year, and they're 1-3, and you got players either A, already resting, or B, we have injuries all over the place. And like I said, a one-point win against the Pistons from starting the season 0-4. And And I look like an idiot telling the Heat fan at the beginning of the season... What's with the negative attitude? Let's get pumped. Let's get fired up about this team. Defend the Eastern Conference champions. And this is the start that we got now. It is a worst case scenario to begin this season for the Heat. And look, the Heat are never going to be lacking attendance wise. All right. They sell out every single game. But the Dolphins are awesome. And the Dolphins are a lot of fun. And the Heat fan was already upset with this team going into the year. And now this is the start of the season. Not everyone here in South Florida has unlimited financial funds. You know? One and three, playing ugly basketball, players resting, and just the league in general. Gotta be careful. Gotta be careful with this kind of stuff. Overall, like, like here, the, the overall point right now, the Heat fan had a miserable offseason, and now we start like this and it's ugly. These have not been aesthetically pleasing games to watch. I, I guess if you there, there are a couple positives to take from last night because the first three games of the season, including the win against Detroit, boy, the fourth quarters were ugly. He played well in the fourth quarter last night. I mean, the Bucks are healthy. You got Giannis doing his thing, Lillard, and the Heat essentially with the reserves are making the run back in the game in the fourth quarter. And they made it a game. They did. It's an eight point, it was an eight-point game with a few minutes left. They made it a game. And Tyler Hero is also a major, major positive. I was wondering yesterday, he doesn't have anything really to be upset about with Damian Lillard, except Tyler Hero, does he go into that game with a little bit of an extra chip on his shoulder? And he's got a chip on his shoulder from the you know, start of the season. But does he go in with a little bit of an extra chip on his shoulder? Because like, 
yeah, Damian, you knew that requesting to come to Miami was going to mean that I was going to be traded to Portland. And as a result, everyone's dragging Tyler Hero's name all throughout the offseason that he's not a very good player. So Tyler probably had a little something extra last night, but he's been fantastic to start this season now. Tyler last night, 35 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists. He was 12 of 21, 2 of 5 from 3, 9 of 10 from the free throw line. Best game of the early season. He was awesome. And so far through four games this year, he's averaging 25 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists. He's shooting 42% overall, which is probably around what he's going to be for the season. And he's shooting 38% from 3. And, and he's playing 39 minutes a game. Tyler has been excellent. So, for a Heat team that needs... And, you, you know, in the playoffs, that's going to happen too. They need another guy who could score outside Jimmy. And hell... We know Jimmy takes it to another level from regular season to the postseason. Tyler clearly can be that guy in the regular season who can take the big shots, who could carry the team offensively, and then we get to the playoffs and we know it's Jimmy time. Doesn't mean they don't need huge Jimmy moments in the regular season, but Tyler is clearly capable of being the guy we want him to be. He looks awesome to start this season. But I'll tell you, Jimmy Butler missing games for rest already, which was clearly a mistake because you look at the preseason, missed all the preseason, and now he's working his way back and he's missing games for, he has to rest. This was a mistake. The way that they've gone about this with Jimmy, or at least the way Jimmy's gone about it, not playing and using the regular season to get going, it has clearly been a mistake. And now you got Bam missing games also. You can make the case. The Heat are getting what they deserve right now. Jimmy sat out the entire preseason. He rests in game three. And now they're one and three. Like, it's such a dumb start to the season. Such a dumb start. You know what's not dumb? You go to SheetsGiggles.com. You pick up the best bed sheets you've ever slept on. The most breathable, softest, coolest sheets you're ever going to sleep on. Sheets and Giggles. You go to SheetsGiggles.com. And you're gonna find you're gonna find deals all over the site because they have their annual fall sale going on right now. But if I told you you can get the comforter, the the eucalyptus pillow, the bed sheets, the the blankets, and you're just you're gonna get the best sleep of your life. You're so cool. It's soft. It's breathable. And if you use the promo code Zazlo, you get twenty percent off at checkout of your first order at SheetsGiggles.com. So go to SheetsGiggles.com. Use promo code Zazlo. 20% off your first order, and then you go back to Sheets and Giggles, you're going to get the fall sales going on. They got 25%, all kinds of deals going on with their annual fall sale right now. And the best part, super environmentally friendly. My man Colin, the founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles, loves the heat, loves the Panthers. So you know you're going to the right place. SheetsGiggles.com, where you're going to become one of over 100,000 Americans who are sleeping on Sheets and Giggles and never turning back, never going anywhere else. One last thing you got to worry about. You know where you get your bed sheets from, just like the Zaslow family. SheetsGiggles.com. Use promo code Zaslow at checkout. You get 20% off your first order. So, and thanks to Sheets and Giggles, today, one-year anniversary of Zaslow Show 2.0. Sheets and Giggles joined us about seven months ago or so. 
I've made a great friend in Colin, the founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles. And when you saw Sheets and Giggles came on board, you know them from the Levitard Show. You know them from the Greg Cody Show podcast with Greg Cody. You know they're a big deal. So once you saw them on Zaslow Show 2.0, like, whoa, all right, things are definitely going in the right direction for Zaslow Show 2.0. And that's why, again, a very heartfelt and sincere thank you to Sheets and Giggles for being a part of the show here on the one-year anniversary of Zaslow Show 2.0. All right, y'all, it's Tuesday. You know what that means. Another edition of Twitter Jam. That's right, Twitter Jam. Every Tuesday we go over some of the hot topics, what some of the people are saying out there on the Twitter machine. And today's topic for Twitter Jam, it's the Dolphins slash Jalen Ramsey making his debut. That's right. So let's start things off here with Twitter Jam. This tweet is from PFF. That's Pro Football Focus. They're really good with all the stats. They know football so well. And they tweet out here, Jalen Ramsey in his Dolphins debut. 89.0 coverage grade. Three targets. One catch allowed. One interception. 23.6 passer rating allowed. He's back. That's right. And I told you, the thing I noticed immediately with Jalen Ramsey, he looks like the best player on the field. He just long and athletic and the way he moves and it helps that you got that throwback dolphin uniform I mean let's be honest here but he looks like the best player on the field you love to see it all right this next tweet here is from the NFL it's from their official Twitter account and they tweet out Jalen Ramsey's got to make it up to coach with a pick six next game and here's the clip that they attach to it well, he totally disappointed me. He called that he was going to come back and have a pick six, not a pick field goal. All right, so stop fucking around. I mean, you, you were supposed to get a pick six. It was only a pick field goal. That's a good point there by Mike McDaniel. We'll keep it going here. Next up on Twitter Jam, this tweet is from Brian Baldinger, NFL Network analyst, former NFL player, of course. And he's got he's got the the podcast Baldy's breakdowns, and he here's one of his breakdowns. <coughs> excuse me, is on Miami Dolphins Jalen Ramsey. He tweets out Jalen Ramsey makes this play that not many can make. Talent, supreme talent matters. Good to have Jr. back in Baldy's breakdowns, and here he is breaking down the clip of Jalen Ramsey's interception. It's so good to have Jalen Ramsey back in a uniform, just playing football. Because this play, with two minutes to go and a half, changed the whole game. 14-7, Patriots driving right here. And right here, this is going to be like the old pump and dump right here. Like He's going to pump it to Demario Douglas right there. And Jalen Ramsey is going to carry Devontae Parker. But his eyes are back on the ball. He's cluing right here. Now, right here, Mac Jones wants to take the whole shot to Ken McBourne. Not everybody can put their left foot in the ground, flip their hips like that, and make that play. And not just make the play, but then just take it 49 yards to set up a Sanders field goal before the half. I mean, that could be a 10-point swing in the game right there from a potential 14-14 tie going into lead at 17-7 at the half. All right, this next tweet here is from NFL on ESPN. Those are my colleagues there, ESPN. NFL on ESPN, that's the ESPN's official NFL coverage. And they tweet out, Tua is the first starting quarterback to win six straight starts against a Bill Belichick coach team. 
domination. That's right. Finally put some respect on his name. Not only has he won six straight starts, he's 6-0 and against Belichick. He owns Bill Belichick, most overrated coach in the history of the NFL. All right, next up. So our guy Drew, Drew underscore star, huge Miami sports fan. He's become a great aggregator. And he put out this clip from uh, Patriots Talk Live on NBC Sports Boston. I mean, these are a bunch of assholes, these guys up there in Boston. And he tweeted out this clip where you have uh, whoever it is on the show. It's Tom Curran. I mean, give me a break. And he tweets out, as far as Tua goes, he's got, comparing him to Mac Jones, he's got better players around him. It's not discounting Tua when you say he's very much a byproduct of the guys around him. Tua's success is rooted in the fact Miami has better players than New England. And this tweet now is from Sauces Confirm. And Sauces Confirm, he's, he's a huge Dolphin fan. He writes on Finn Sighted. And he tweets in response that the Tua has better weapons crowd doesn't realize that Tua beat them with Parker and Gasicki, who are now on team, quote, Mac doesn't have any weapons, end quote. Excellent, excellent point from sauces confirmed there. And here's the thing. Tua is a byproduct of the guys around him. When have we ever heard a quarterback who was the number five overall pick, who, if not for a hip injury his last year in school, would have been the number one overall pick in the draft? When have we ever heard a player who for years, we're talking, tank for Tua is only good because of the players around him. When has a quarterback ever been treated the way Tua is being treated? The production we're seeing from Tua right now is exactly what everyone thought we were going to get for years when he was the quarterback at Alabama. Shut up with the Tua stuff if you're from Boston and New England. It's enough. I'm over it. Man, all right, where were we? Let's keep this thing going here. Next up, this is from PFF Miami Dolphins. That's pro football focus, but specifically talking about the Miami Dolphins. Tua Tonga-Vailoa this past Sunday versus the Patriots Blitz, 14 for 20, 144 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, and a 123.8 passer rating. That's what I'm talking about. Jim Rome, he tweets out one of my all-time favorites. Jason McCourty on the lift. Jason Ramsey gives the entire Miami Dolphins. And here's the clip from from Jason McCourty. Oh, it's huge. And Bradley Chubb, after the game, talked about not only him being back and his physical play on the field, but he said his energy, he said his presence, what he brings. He said as soon as he was out there and he was playing with those guys, he said it's almost as if he brought everybody else's level to where you there's a new standard in the room. You have to play to a championship level. But I think it's huge when you have guys on the outside that can cover and that are physical and tough, like a guy like Jalen Ramsey, it helps Big Fangio so much in how he's calling the defense. And I think along with Jalen Ramsey coming back, they're hopeful that Xavier Howard on the other side, who's missed the past two games with a groin injury. You can get those two guys both back out there all preseason. All we talked about was they may have the best cornerback duo in the NFL. And we've yet to see a game with both of those guys on the outside because that allows Cater Cohen to be the slot, which we've seen him have to line up outside a few times throughout this season because of injury. So I think that changed the entire dynamic of this defense for which Vic Fangio can call, how he can maybe pressure and do different things because he has guys on the outside that can cover. 
All right, this next tweet is from DolphinsTalk.com. We like those guys, uh, Mike and, and Ian on DolphinsTalk.com. And they tweet out, Adam Schefter on the back and forth with Jalen Ramsey last week. And here's the clip of Schefter. He was on the Pat McAfee show yesterday. And Schefter is describing, uh, you know, when Jalen Ramsey got all mad at him. I sit down, I get the news, put it out, and I get a text from him that says, your source must know something I don't. I said, well... I guess we're going to find out. But in the event, I'm right. Welcome back. That's a heck of a recovery. Look forward to seeing you on the field. And good luck for a great season. So I put, I think, okay, I think nothing of it. And then I start getting some texts. Oh, Jalen ripped me on Twitter. I'm like, what? Uh, so I see that before he sent me that. Yeah. Uh, so this is why I just that? got crazy amount of texts. Well, this is news to me. Mom, don't care about being right. They care about being first in today's media. That's sad. Then he follows up. I'm an Adam Schefter fan, by the way. So I'm not mad at him at all for doing his job. I I just didn't know. So it is interesting. I wonder how that decision was made. Because Jalen went double down. Like, publicly, there's no reason. I think he just wanted to drop that video. You think he was I think Darius is right. In that BD, like like uh, Shefty said last time, he's one of those players that like to control his own narrative. At the same time, he understands Shefty has a job to do. That video was sick. Darius Butler is definitely right. Jalen Ramsey was mad because he, he had a hype video that he wanted to announce himself. Darius Butler is 100% spot on there with that theory. All right. This tweet is from Adam Beasley. He covers the Dolphins for NFL. For, for He's a deputy editor for Pro Football Network. Used to cover the Dolphins for the Herald. And he tweets out here, If Tua were a free agent, he would get a contract in excess of $40 million a year. If Mac Jones were a free agent, he'd be the dude playing tonight in silver and black. Maybe. Can you imagine waking up this morning and Mac Jones is your starting quarterback? He sucks. Finally got one more for you here. This tweet is from First Things First. We like this show. We like Nick Wright. And First Things First tweets out, Who's been the Dolphins MVP? Tua or Tyreek? And here's the clip they put out where Nick Wright thinks that the Tua voters should come on over and vote Tyreek. Unless we want the NFL MVP award to just become quarterback only, if you have a year where there is no quarterback that is just head and shoulders above everybody, and and you have a wide receiver doing things we've never seen before, let's break the seal, make the change, give him a chance. Because there's little context here. The closest Jerry, Jerry Rice got votes four years, but he came close to winning it in 1987. 12 games strike short in season, he had 22 touchdowns in 12 games. He didn't win it because he split votes with Joe Montana, his own quarterback. John Elway, who had 19 touchdowns, 12 picks, and an 83 rating, won the award because the two Niners guys took votes from each other. I'm not arguing for collusion, but here's what I'm arguing for. (laughs) If it maintains like this, the two voters should come over to Tyreek. Like, they just vote for one Dolphin with first-place votes. Because I think if, if, at the midway point of the season, I do think he's been the league MVP because no quarterback has to set, set themselves right. out. And Tyreek is doing things we've never seen yes. before, and he's so clearly the biggest problem on their team. And that right there is another edition of Twitter Jam. So, Nick Wright, he's... I'm not going to say Nick Wright is right, but his rationale for the two of voters to come on over to Tyreek Hill is correct because 
it's going to wind up being a scenario where they cannibalize themselves, half go over to Nick Wright, half uh, Nick Wright, half go over to Tyreek Hill, half go to Tua Tonga Bailoa, and the third guy who shouldn't be MVP, he winds up winning. They're going to take votes away from each other, which I think Tua right now should be MVP frontrunner. It's generally a quarterback award. It'll be shitty and very Tua-like when it comes to the media that the one time it's not going to be a quarterback award is when Tua should have won it, but at least we're talking about you want to bring those Tua votes over to Tyreek so they don't cannibalize themselves, and it's not as if Tyreek... Look, Tyreek Hill looks like he is about to have a record-breaking season. Here's what we're talking about with Tyreek Hill, okay? Here's Tyreek Hill's numbers right now. Through eight games, which is half the season or a little less than half the season, however you want to look at it, 16 games, 17 games, he's the fourth player through eight games to have over 1,000 yards. The other guys have nicknames like Crazy Legs. They're from before the Super Bowl era. He's the first player in the Super Bowl era to have over 1,000 yards through eight games. He's got 1,014 yards. The record, Calvin Johnson, 1,964 yards. If you want to talk, if you want to be fair, and okay, what pace is Tyreek Hill on through 16-game schedule like Calvin Johnson? Okay, let's do it like that. He's on pace to become the first ever 2,000-yard receiver, 2,028 yards. He's on pace to surpass Calvin Johnson's all-time record by, let's see, I didn't bring my abacus with me, 36 plus 64, 64 yards. I did that in my head. All right, sorry, I forgot my abacus. He's on pace to beat the record through 16 games by 64 yards and become the first ever 2,000-yard receiver. For the season, 17 games, he's on pace for 2,155 yards, which would essentially be shattering the record if you want to look at it like that, almost 200 yards more. So I would like Tua to win the MVP. I'm hoping Tua wins the MVP, but you don't want the voting Tua, Tyreek Hill to cancel each other out and a third guy from somewhere else gets it because you could absolutely make a perfectly legit case that Tyreek Hill is MVP. If he's going to have an historic season, even if you count it through 16 games, if he's going to have an historic season, and I do think it'll be like, I do think we'll get to a place where if we get to week 17, 16th game of the year, Tyreek Hill is going to want to surpass Calvin Johnson's record that game as opposed to in the 17th game. I do think that will be important to Tyreek Hill so there's not going to be any kind of conversation how he's not the real record holder because he did it in 17 games. That's going to be an important game for the Dolphins, for Tyreek Hill, is that Week 17 matchup, that 16th game of the year, which for the Dolphins, uh, let me just make sure I got the right game. Yeah, that's going to be at Baltimore. December 31st, week 17. That's going to be an important game for Tyreek Hill. He's going to want to break the record that game. So that's today's Twitter, uh, this week's Twitter jam. And I, I, I do think Nick Wright has a point where you want to give the MVP to Tyreek Hill. That's fine. But it's almost like, man, it, you got to settle on one or the other. They're going to eat each other's votes. And that's worst case scenario if that's what winds up happening. 
Guys, you know how I enjoy Monday Night Football. You know how I was enjoying the Heat game last night, the Panther game. I sit on the couch in the Zaslow Mansion family room. I'm sitting there in my underwear. I'm very comfortable. I'm reclined. And I got a cold Johnny Cuba in my right hand. That's right. That's how we enjoy the games here. We drink responsibly in the Zaslow Mansion and with the most delicious beer there is out there. Official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. You can pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba right now, wherever you are. You go to your local Sedano's, Winn-Dixie, Presidente, Fresco Imas. If you don't know where you can get Johnny Cuba near you, you send me a direct message. My man Juan, he's going to tell me exactly where to tell you to go. You pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, and now you, you're part of the club. You now have the most delicious beer that there is. Johnny Cuba, official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. European roots with that Caribbean soul. That's exactly what we're about here in South Florida. Refreshing German lager in a can. And don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, of course. Stay tranquilo. A huge thank you to Johnny Cuba, Juan, Myra, the entire Gwixens family who have been with Zaslow Show 2.0 since... Really very close to the beginning. Huge uh, Hurricanes fans, Heat fans, Dolphins fans, Columbus. Look, Johnny Cuba, they helped me from the start. I love having them on board. Very family-oriented. I love the relationship that I've made with with Juan and Myra and their family. And I look forward to continue working with them. So again, on the one-year anniversary of Zaslow Show 2.0, one of the OG sponsors here of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba, support the sponsors who support the show. And Johnny Cuba, Juan, his family have been right there with me since the very beginning. So on the one-year anniversary of Zaslow Show 2.0, a very heartfelt thank you. Thank you very much to Johnny Cuba. And I look forward to continuing having Johnny Cuba, the official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. All right. So it's Tuesday, which means week eight's over. We're looking ahead to week nine. And that also means, going into week nine, you have to know, Zaslow, what are the week nine Zaslow Show 2.0 power rankings? Yes, of course we have Zaslow Show 2.0 week nine power rankings. Let's do it. Every week after the previous week's games are done Monday night, on Tuesday, we give you the top five. Everyone loves a good power ranking. I love a good power ranking. And here's what we got. Coming in at number five, making their first appearance. On the Zaslow Show 2.0 Top 5 NFL Power Rankings, the Detroit Lions. Yep, the Lions. Blowout victory against Vegas last night. Real good bounce back after getting smoked by Baltimore. Detroit is 6-2, leading, running away with that NFC North division. Previously unranked, the Detroit Lions come in at number 5. Number 4, previously unranked, the Dallas Cowboys. They've won 11 in a row at AT&T Stadium. If they're going to make a run, they got to get home field advantage because they're not the same team on the road. But they're now 6-2. The Dallas Cowboys, a blowout win, 5-2 actually, a blowout win, 43-20 against the Rams. The Dallas Cowboys come in at number 4 in the Zaslow Show 2.0 power rankings. Number 3, your Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins move up two spots. They had dropped down to number five, and now they're back up to number three with their blowout win over New England. Dolphins continue to do what good teams do, and that's not get tripped up by the bad teams. They don't even put themselves in a position to get tripped up by the bad teams. They leave no doubt. Number three and up two spots 
are the Miami Dolphins. Number two, and up two spots, the Baltimore Ravens. Blowout victory over... Well, the game got tight toward the end. But the Ravens, they beat Arizona. Game was never really in doubt. They kicked the shit out of Detroit the week before. They lead the NFC North at 6-2. AFC North tied for the best record in the AFC as all four division leaders are 6-2. The Baltimore Ravens look for real. Lamar Jackson doesn't even have to do too much. They don't like he doesn't have to carry them. That's the sign of a really good team. Baltimore up two spots, number two in the power rankings. And number one, once again, in the Zaslow Show 2.0 power rankings, the Philadelphia Eagles. They get a, 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 a touchdown victory, although they were up two touchdowns late. They get a touchdown win over Washington. They sweep the series against their NFC East division rival. Best record in the NFL at 7-1. and one. And once again, number one in the Zaslow Show 2.0 power rankings are the Philadelphia Eagles. And that right there is our heading into week nine Zaslow Show 2.0 power rankings. Guys, if you're out there looking for a new car, luckily, you're listening to the program right now because I send you to the only car dealership I personally endorse. That's right. We're talking North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, the only car dealership I personally endorse. And that's because when you walk in the showroom doors at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you're greeted by a friendly member of their sales team that'll help navigate you in the right direction. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru carries the widest inventory of newest Subaru models on the market. That includes the Crosstrek, the Outback, the Forester, the Ascent. If you're looking for a spacious Subaru SUV for the family, you're looking for something fun for yourself to get to and from work, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru has the perfect model for you. And of course, you have the North Fort Lauderdale Subaru Promise. Guaranteed most money for your trade, three-day exchange policy, out the door in 90 minutes or less after you say yes, 100% credit approval, lifetime warranty, shop nflsubaru.com, so easy to remember, nflsubaru.com, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, conveniently located on North Andrews Avenue, just north of Cypress Creek Road, the building you know and the place to go, nflsubaru.com, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. And of course, my man Will at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, he's a friend. We have, he's been on the board, been on board at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru for about I don't know, like about six or seven months at this point. A huge heartfelt thank you on the one year anniversary of Zaslow Show 2.0 to have my friend Will and North Fort Lauderdale Subaru on board as the official car dealership of Zaslow Show 2.0. Thank you, appreciate you guys so much. A couple others that I want to mention that I appreciate so much. We have Matthew H. Mashler, Signature Real Estate Finder. He's your trusted real estate broker, realestatefinder.com. He's one of our big sponsors on It's Still Real to Me, our wrestling show. And of course, yeah, BRCW, Boca Raton Championship Wrestling. Very few tickets remaining. Go to Ticketmaster.com for Birthday Bash. It is this Sunday, November 5th, Meisner Park. Use promo code BDAY. You'll get the discount. But Matthew H. Mashler, realestatefinder.com. He is your trusted real estate broker. Has been on It's Still Real to Me for about a month now. So the one-year anniversary of Zaslow Show 2.0. We love having Matthew, huge pro wrestling fan. Boca Raton Championship Wrestling, Signature Real Estate Finder, realestatefinder.com. We love having them on board. And I want to give a couple quick shout-outs to a couple of our past sponsors. Like, I don't know. I feel like you probably don't normally hear, you know, 
past sponsors and not paying, you know, they're not on board the show anymore and still, you know, getting pub on the program. But that, that's not how we do it here on Zaslow Show 2.0 because I'm super appreciative for, for everyone who has been a sponsor on the show. And so I want to give a shout out here to two past sponsors who were on board right at the start of the show. Number one, Briny Irish Pub Pompano Beach. My man Adam, he's a friend of mine. Briny Irish Pub Pompano Beach, the brinyirishpub.com. You got the music, you got a great atmosphere by the beach, Atlantic Boulevard, Pompano Beach, Atlantic Boulevard, all the way down to the ocean. You don't go in the ocean, you'll miss it, but Atlantic Boulevard all the way east where Atlantic meets the Atlantic. And obviously, I was watching a ton of Dolphin games there. It's a great spot. You're walking on the beach there in Pompano. Hop on into the Briny. Lots of live music, great food, great beers. And I'm super grateful to Briny Irish Pub, who was there for me at the start of Zaslow Show 2.0. And also, my man, Dr. Alon. Doctors on call, 365. That's right. Doctors on call, 365.com, where... You don't have to go to the, you know, the ER. You don't have to go to the urgent care. You don't have to wait for an appointment at your doctor. It's, it's urgent care coming to you. You call Doctors on Call. Or go to DoctorsOnCall365.com. Dr. Alon, he's coming right to your home. He's going to treat whatever you got going on, all right? I've used Dr. Alon several times coming over my home. I was sick. My son was sick. He's going to help get you better. He'll prescribe you the medication. It's such a convenient service. I loved having them on the board. They were one of the originals, Dr. Alon and Brian's Beast, all right, helping out, getting the show, get, getting Doctors on Call 365 on board. They were an OG sponsor as well. They were with the show right at the very beginning, and I'm super grateful to them. So a huge thank you as well to Doctors on Call 365. Go to DoctorsOnCall365.com. Get, the doc will come over to your home right away, get you all fixed up, get you all taken care of. All right, you know what time it is. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. Only have a few for you today. First up, so Devontae Adams last night. We, we got to get to this. Devontae Adams, will he be traded today? Devontae Adams, super frustrated last night. One catch for 11 yards. The Raiders suck. Here's Devontae Adams after the game trying to hold back from voicing his frustration. I honestly, I, I don't know what to say at this moment. I, I truly don't. I wish I had the, the words to, you know, to say something that's not going to get blown up in the media and, and taken out of context. So I'm going to just, uh, I truly, I just don't know. What are you feeling right now? Can you elaborate on anything going through your mind? Frustration, but, I mean, that's that kind of goes without saying. Devontae, I know you said that, you know, you have confidence whenever you're out there in the offense's ability, but is it kind of hard to, to maintain that when the results are what they've been? No, it's not hard to maintain the confidence in our offense. It's just hard to curb your frustration when you can't put it together when you know you should. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going big deal because they could wind up trading him today. Is he going to ask for a trade? Josh McDaniels, I, like, I don't think it looks like McDaniels is going to make it through the season, so I'm going big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? Last night, game three of the World Series, series tied 1-1, Rangers and Diamondbacks. And early, I think it was the third inning, early yesterday, as the Rangers were out to a 1-0 lead, it was Corey Seager going deep. Oh, Corey Seager smashes the ball down the line. Goodbye. 3-0 Texas. (laughs) 
second of the World Series for Corey Seager. Boy, his home runs get out in a hurry. That's a big deal because the Diamondbacks, they would get a run. That home run right there ends up being the winning shot. They went up 3-0. They win the game 3-1. That's a big deal. The Rangers now lead the series two games to one. Game four is tonight at 8.03. And finally, big deal or not a big deal, Halloween tonight. All right. This is a big deal because, oh, what a pain in the ass for the parents, right? My older son, he's going to be with his friends, of course. Uh, they're, they're, they're teenagers. They're 14, 15. They, they don't need, you know, the supervision. But my younger one now is 12, and he's at the age where he wants to go walking around with his friends, with his middle school friends. Well, we're not letting him do that alone. So, yeah, your boy has to go with him. Where I'm going to be, like, walking, you know... 50 feet behind him and his friends for like two and a half hours. I mean, I am dreading. This is a big deal. I am dreading this tonight. So, and I'm sure a lot of you guys listening, you're in the exact same spot. Your kids are old enough to go trick-or-treating with their friends, but they're they're too young to be doing it on their own. You're right in that, you're right in that in-between stage. That's where I am with my younger one tonight. That's a big deal. And that right there is another edition of Big Deal or not a big deal. All right. Great job by everybody who helped put together a great show. Today, as always, your work behind the scenes. I I I can't do it without you. You're so helpful. I appreciate you. Appreciate all of our listeners. Appreciate all of our sponsors, of course, past and present. One-year anniversary of Zaslow Show 2.0. Again, a very heartfelt thank you to everybody. Today's show also brought to you by Bet Online. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.